It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 16 days until the Giants kick off the season against the Cowboys. The Giants stopped it at the one yard line. Holy cow! The home of New York Giants football. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Oh, good morning, happy summer Friday. I've always misting outside when I came in. My name's Al Dukes. I normally do this radio program with Jerry Racco, but he's filling in for Mr. Boomer Esiason today. Uh, I have Mr. Peter Schwartz. Peter. Oh, Mr. Peter. Peter. Peter <laughs> Schwartz in the house today. Good morning, Peter. Good morning, Al. Good to see you. And Eddie is here as you hear his drops. Yeah. Eddie's drops are very missed when he's not here. Like, the audience knows when Eddie's not here. Because, yeah. uh, like, when Eddie went to Iceland for, uh, like, a two-month vacation, it was quite <laughs> evident that uh, Eddie was not here. Big Zoo tries to do the Eddie drops and is very aggressive with them. It's too much. Fleegs, Rascona, they don't even attempt. Don't try. They don't even attempt it. Uh, we need somewhere in the middle. Attempts, but not over... You know, well, what I mean, mean like when you have plowing through a it. legendary person yeah. like Eddie, I mean, it's it's hard to fill those shoes. It is. It's hard to fill the shoes of uh, Eddie Scazzeri. He should go in and demand more cash. That's what I would do if I was. He there. should get his number retired. Yeah, well, that doesn't really get do anything for you. Eddie needs to go in there. Go listen. But someday the, he needs to go on like the 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 uh, writer strike. But there's like signs up all over the station yeah. honoring certain people. Yeah. I mean, I at some point Eddie's got to have Eddie's going to get the board. We're going to uh, yeah, we're going to the radio board where all the equipment comes through. Eddie's been running that for many many years. We are going to engrave that the wood panel on it. Mm-hmm. Eddie Scazzeri board. I'd like to see something like in the hallway so people can recognize the accomplishments that he's well, had here. The Mike Francesa sign is already torn down and missing. Yeah. Now it's just a paper. It's a piece of paper. Yeah. It's, that's, we don't know what happened to it. That's not right. I think I know what happened. I'm sure Craig uh, did, destroyed it. That'd be my guess. <laughs> All these uh, murder documentaries I watch, I know yeah. I know the minds of people. And I have a feeling he ripped that one right off the door. So that's the thing that could happen. We could get a nice thing for Eddie. And then it gets ripped off. I want Eddie to get the board. I would like a urinal. A urinal? Yes. Not the whole bathroom. I'm just looking for a urinal. When you walk in, there's two urinals. I want the one on the Al right. Al Duke's urinal. Yeah, I want the one on the right. Because the one on the left is right up against the stalls. That's disgusting. You only use that one <laughs> if someone's at the other urinal. Right? Only in emergency. Use. Yeah. When you go into that bathroom. Now, which one are we talking about? This side or the yeah, other the, side? The, this side. The good bathroom. I very rarely go into that one. I usually really? use the one in the other hallway. I don't like that one. I don't know, Peter. <laughs> Peter. I watched a really cool thing on um, Vice TV. Are you familiar with that channel? I'm familiar with it. I don't watch it. They have some cool, they do uh, some cool, like, sport-related documentaries and other uh-huh. documentaries. They have, uh, they're very famous for Dark Side of the Ring. I've heard about that. Where it's, like, about wrestling yeah. and things. 
but I watched one because a listener pointed me towards it. It was about shock jocks in the 2000s. The 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 two you know. Okay. It was about uh, Howard Stern, mm-hmm. Opie and Anthony, Man Cow in Chicago. It was pretty wild. I forgot all the the kind of crazy stuff the shock jocks did. What about we, that guy down in Tampa? That Bubba the Love Bubba Sponge. The Love Sponge. They didn't, no, they didn't include no, Bubba didn't the include Love Sponge. Him. No, they did not. Uh, were you a shock jock guy, uh, Peter? I, I listened to Howard a little bit. What about Opie Bro, and Anthony? I loved Opie and Anthony. You did? Yes, I did. Wow. And that was in the Mike and the Mad Dog era. Yeah. That was one funny thing. Like, Mike and Chris always said how they were number one for, like, they lost Opie and Anthony enough times. Yeah. They weren't number one all the time. I uh, I had the bumper sticker to recognize their Wednesday wow. promotion. Yeah. You had a wow sticker yeah. on your car? <laughs> I did. <laughs> your wife did she have any idea we were not together was? at that oh, point you, okay did you ever get flashed by somebody no never no, i don't think those things worked people claim they did yeah but i'm skeptical <laughs> i was you just a fan a, of the show you were supporting the show yeah you wanted people to know yeah i listened to opie and anthony yeah that was some wild stuff i, I you know and those uh this documentary thing they had a lot of interesting people on it that they were talking to for the mm-hmm. dog, Jackie the Joke Man, Stuttering John, Grillo, Man Cow was on there. So it was pretty cool. I know. I, I certainly, saw it on YouTube. Certainly you had to love that. Oh, with your loved background. It. Loved it. I loved Shock Jocks. Big Shock Jock guy, Peter. Were you a big fan of Private Parts, the movie? Did I did, yeah. Like yeah. I liked it at the time. I never it was got accurate. Uh, it was pretty accurate, yeah, yeah. I think so. And then, the, but the whole movie was about how he loves his wife, and then he gets divorced. So yeah. I don't know how it was accurate up to that point. Yeah. Then I went <laughs> nose dived. <laughs> you mentioned retiring numbers, Peter. I see that the New York Mets are going to retire Doc Gooden and Daryl Strawberry's numbers. Yes, long time coming. Should yeah. have been done a while ago. Uh, and, and I know both both players should have been. Mets longer than they were. There was obviously some issues that came up off the field, and they were right? they were uh, not Mets for life, which mm-hmm. you would think they they should have been. Certainly, the way it started, yes, that they would have been Mets for life. But they they were with the Mets long enough and had that you know magical eighty six season. So that's going to be great to see those numbers get retired next year. I want every guy who was a regular starter on the eighty six Mets numbers retired. Dykstra. Dykstra, Backman, Ray Knight, Mookie, Mookie. Thank you. Well, Howard Gary Johnson Carter, just got into their Hall Howard of Fame. Johnson, Kevin Mitchell, Kevin Mitchell, Jesse Orozco, Rick Roger Aguilera, Ro- Rick Aguilera. Who we want? Rafael Santana. Thank you, Doug Sisk, Doug Sisk, Doug. Danny Heap. Mm-hmm. Sid Fernandez, the hefty yeah. lefty. I want all these numbers retired. So it's, it's not going to be a lot You're of numbers. Run out of numbers. Yeah, it's not going to be a lot of numbers to choose from. But it is weird, like over the years, to see a guy in a Met uniform wearing number eighteen, number sixteen, and they're like always like some some scrub. Where it's like, why are you taking Doc Gooden's number? They must not have any history to themselves. Sometimes when teams take a long time to retire a number, they will just put the number off on the side and not yeah. let anybody. It's not officially retired, but they won't let anybody wear it. Right. So sometimes they do that, but in, in 18 and 16 have been used since they were both. Oh, yeah, many yeah. times. 
What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I also think it's weird. Like, I saw somebody on the Jets is wearing 99. Like, that's Gaston's Will McDonald. Number. Yeah. Come on. But Gaston's not going to get his number retired. But I'm just saying, he's still, like, in this area, when you see 99 on a Jet jersey, that's yeah. Mark Gaston. Yeah, I know. But if, you're not, if they're not going to retire his number. You know who doesn't get enough respect? Abdul Salam. He should be in the Jets' ring of honor. Right? Like, people always go, oh, sack exchange. Klecko. Gaston. Yeah. Marty Lyons. And the rest. He didn't have a whole lot of sacks, yeah, but, but he, was, he was the soldier of peace on that sack What exchange. does that mean? Well, he calmed down tempers a lot of times oh, during that right? practice. Yeah, that Joe Klecko told the story of him and when he had when he was enshrined in Canton a few weeks ago. Um, but he should be honored in some way. Some people feel like, well, he didn't do enough individually to have his name in the ring of honor. Yeah. I think I would put him in the ring of honor. But I would also recognize the sack exchange as a whole in the Ring of Honor. Right. That gets him in. Exactly. That's my whole point with the 86 Mets. Put them all in. They're all part of it, Peter. <laughs> Get them all in there. So what? We'll have number 17 retired, Keith Hernandez. Yeah. We're going to have 16, 17, 18, 18 retired. Three in a row. Yeah, 37 for Casey Stangle. 14 for Gil Hodges. Mm-hmm. And you got 31 for Piazza. 36 right? for Kuzman. Oh, this is a lot of numbers. And 41 for Seaver. And then oh, and 24 for Willie Mays. My goodness. Which I didn't think needed to be retired. And 42 across the league. Yeah. And 14? I said 14. And Stengel? I did. All right. He nailed them. He's nailed them all. Nailed it. He's nailed them all. I would love to see Gary Carter, but I love Gary Carter. And David Wright. David Wright, of course. I think Wright's next. Wright will be next. Yeah. Maybe it's, Carter first. It's weird how sometimes like guys, they wait like a really long time. And then other thing, like when the Dodgers just retired Fernando Valenzuela's number. What? Like, what made you this year? It wasn't even like a round year. It wasn't like a 40th anniversary. It was like 38th anniversary. Yeah. Something stupid. Sometimes it just takes an executive or a new owner to realize, you know, we have to we have to catch up on these things. Yeah. Like, what are we doing? What are we even doing here? Were you more of a fan of Doc Gooden or Daryl Strawberry? Well, since pick. I'm not a Met fan, yeah, um, I will say I, I like them both equally because they helped the Yankees right. win World Series. They were too. both on the Yankees. Yeah, they won more with the Yankees than they did with the Mets. Eddie, you're a Met fan. Would you go more Doc or Daryl for you? I can't separate them. Like, hmm. like twins. Yeah, I mean, they were. So, I was just coming of age as a person, mm-hmm. and they were on the rise, and they yeah. won it. And then Gooden broke my heart when yeah. that. His problems started happening, and then Daryl broke my heart when he went to L.A. Yes, a lot of heartbreak. Yeah, He's... so I, re- I really can't separate them. I think I I would think from a Mets fan's perspective, Daryl's leaving hurt more because he chose to leave, not because of issues. Yeah, he left as a free agent. Yeah, I mean, that's you don't you don't want to see a player not want to play for you anymore. I also always like the everyday players versus the pitchers because you don't see them all, all the time. But when they do play, they're 
the game is more special because they're not in there every every right. day. Remember when Strawberry came up and he was having that great rookie year? They had a great promotion, Strawberry Sunday. If you went to the game, you got a Strawberry Sunday. Is that right? Yeah. Only on Sundays? or No, just any... that it was one day. It, oh, was one a stra- day. it was a Strawberry Sunday. Strawberry Sunday day. Man, Doc Gooden had that curveball. I went, whoop. Right? Tim McCarver called it Uncle Charlie. The pitch the was pitch, Uncle Charlie? Uncle Charlie. Why is that? I don't know why. I just seem to write. You know what? I can't well, remember no, he, certain. The Uncle Charlie was like a traditional name for it. But then McCarver said it should be his should be called Lord Charles. Lord Charles. That's Lord right. Charles. That's right. I knew there was a Charles and a Charlie in there somewhere. <laughs> I don't recall any of that. And I was watching every Met game back then. I was like locked but in. It was a, when Gooden pitched. I mean, you like you literally had to be there. It became yes. a scene every time he took the mound. It was right. hard to get tickets when he pitched. And ironically, in 84, when he broke the rookie strikeout record, the Mets were eliminated by that point. Shea was empty that night. I wound up going with a couple of friends to right? see the, him break the record. And the place was empty. It was filled every start all season for him. And then once the Mets got eliminated, I remember going against the Pirates on a weekday night, and the place was empty. A Mets-Pirates weekday night game when neither team is any good. But people were going for, you would think people would go for the record. You were part of, you were part of the record. I was there. got the you ticket been, stub still. You've been to a lot of games. I have been to a lot right? of games. Yeah. You've been to a lot of yeah. things in this area. I have not been shortchanged in my life. No. Like, you'll just pick up and go. That's the thing. Like, you don't seem to be concerned about traffic or anything. Well, as I've gotten older, yeah. it seems like the traffic has gotten worse going to the Meadowlands. Not a big fan of schlepping to the Meadowlands. Okay. Going it's, from Long Island. Well, it's not so much getting there, it's coming home. Like, yeah. Getting there is pretty easy. Because if you leave early enough, you tailgate, you, you don't really hit too much traffic going there. Yeah. It's getting home. It's... Trying to get out of that parking lot. But like if someone was just like, Peter, I've got tickets for the Mets game. Yeah, I'll go. You'll consider it and you'll go. I'd be like, what is the traffic going to be like? Where am I going to park? How long is it going to take? Like I'm not not planning to go to Jets-Bills Monday night, the season opener. But if that morning somebody called and said, hey, we got tickets to the game. You're in. I'll go grab a jersey out of the closet. (laughs) Hint. And we're going. Hint. (laughs) Hint if anyone has a couple extra tickets, Mr. Peter would like to go with you. I do have a game owed to me. We have those details. (laughs) Those details still have to be worked out. Don't let. Is it who owes that to you, Boomer or? I think it's a combination of Boomer and Joe Douglas. That was a collaboration on Ranch Dressing Night. Right, right. They were they they did a lot of promising that night. Right, and the Yankee game got replaced by the Hall of Fame game, which is fine because I really nice don't want to go to another Yankee game right. this year. And that was a good uh, swap. Oh, it was tremendous. tremendous we had a swap. blast. We had a nice yeah. vacation. But it's funny. There was one guy on Twitter. Every time we did something that week in Canton, and I would post a picture of it, there was this guy that just kept telling me, you better thank Boomer for this. And I'm like, I thanked Boomer for the Hall of Fame game yeah. tickets, but Boomer didn't send my family to Canton. Like, we were already going. I just needed the tickets to the game. And I thank Boomer over and over and over again. Right. So like we went, we went, we went out to eat. You got to thank Boomer for that. Like, well, Boomer didn't do that for me. Boomer didn't. You, you didn't Boomer's done a lot. He didn't yeah. do that. You didn't send the receipt to Boomer and say, "Hey, no, no, no." The hotel this. bill did not go to Boomer. Okay, good. Hint, Boomer, you should pay the hotel. 
That would be nice. Oh, no. That'd be I don't... Ex- no, 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 no. Very nice. No, no, no. Listen, we just got to get that jet game straightened out, and we'll be fine. Okay. You got to work on that. You don't want to get down to where it's right. only like three games left, and you still and, and have And I a did situation. bring in the gifts for everybody today that I brought oh, back from Canton. So okay, we'll take good. care of that later. Oh, excellent. I look yeah. forward to that. Let's take a quick break here, um, Mr. Peter Schwartz. When we come back, I do have a couple other baseball notes. I have some uh, football notes, and I have some... Uh, media notes, and I have uh, an unfortunate wrestling note I'd like to discuss with you. Mm -hmm. And then at the top of the hour, 6 o'clock, Gio will be here, Mm -hmm. and Jerry is in for Boomer. Peter.